Hello and welcome to Evolve Pipe Drive Podcast, which are all things pipe drive, sales, apps, and pipe drive marketplace. My name is Bruce Pignall, I own Run Evolve, a technology consultancy based in the UK, working globally, helping businesses get more out of pipe drive and their wider tech stack through implementation, consultancy, training, and aftercare. Today I'm joined by Vincent, the co-founder at Praise. Praise allows you to easily record, find, and replay all your business meetings in one place. I'm really looking forward to this conversation with Vincent today for a number of reasons. One, because his story so far highlights what you get when you mix a sales craftsmanship with extraordinary drive in a fast growth startup environment. Having worked his way up through the ranks at Aircall after a short internship at Google, Vincent rose from an SDR to a mid-market account exec team lead. And two, because Praise is at the front line of changing what it means to be a sales rep with meeting summaries and cool highlights or sales managers who now have so much more effective um, means of having conversations with their sales reps. So without further ado, welcome, Vincent. Please introduce yourself and praise to our audience. Hi, Bruce. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, I'm Vincent, founder and CEO of Praise. CEO means sales to me. So I'm <laughs> And as you actually said, uh, Praise is an AI-powered uh, conversation intelligence software for customer-facing teams. Uh, we are based in France. Uh, we are three ex-employees uh, of Urco, uh, which is a French unicorn, uh, very linked to our business, actually. It's a phone system so, um, that integrates with Fibrev, so it's quite linked with, with uh, what we're doing. Uh, we spend a lot of time there. We uh, went from 40 employees to 800, so we knew like uh, all this fast-growing environment uh, for like four years. And we wanted to start our own business. So 18 months uh, ago, we uh, started uh, Praise. Uh, and really, our mission is to make a bridge between your meetings and calls and your CRM. Um, mm. So that's uh, what we are trying to do. We're trying to structure the insights from all your customer conversations uh, and push all the information uh, at the right place in your in your CRM. And so you had three ex-air callers. What does the team look like now? Uh, so right now we are five. We have two employees, one sales rep and one developer. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to hire more people uh, end of this year. We already uh, have people who are going to join in a few, uh, in few weeks. Okay. And, and, and what's the, the, the type of businesses that you serve? Is it the same type of clients that you had at Aircall? Like what, what's the kind of ICP there? Yeah, they are quite similar. Actually, we serve a lot of uh, industries and um, we, we uh, it's a lot of B2B industries, mostly B2B. Uh, it's any businesses having video meetings and calls uh, every day. They can use praise. Uh, so we have software companies, we have consulting firms, we have staffing agencies uh, using our services. Uh, and in terms of markets, we are right now we are more focused on Western Europe, mm -hmm. um, especially France, of course, uh, because it, actually it's just the beginning for us. So um, it's easier because we know this market, uh, but then we're definitely going to expand uh, to more markets. Yeah. Nice. And and from a, uh, you mentioned something earlier about, yes, it's, it's videos and people might know transcriptions from videos, but you also got integrations with the likes of Aircall, right? So it's not just your video calls, it's also your VoIP calls through a system like Aircall. Yeah, exactly. What we uh, what we saw is that uh, more than eighty percent of businesses they use both calls and video meetings, uh, and um, for us it's very important to be integrated with both uh, kind of uh, interactions. Uh, gather all the audios and the recordings and video recordings and make it available in the same place 
for customers. Um, and this is also uh, interesting because obviously um, tools such as Zoom, Teams, they actually have a recording system, but they don't know how to also get uh, error call and VOIP services uh, recordings. So it's this is one of the, our first value is to mm -hmm. gather all your interaction uh, uh, with your customer and put it in the one place. And who would be your IC, like who do you sell to, right? Is it the sales team that wants to get kind of more from their, their data or is it the customer success team? Like where, where do you normally find the, the, the first, who do you reach out to? Uh, for your so sales? right now we're focusing on SMBs because um, what we saw is that on the market, there are a lot of uh, big uh, competitors that are, are themselves more focusing on mid-market and enterprise such as Gong or Chorus. Uh, I'm sure everybody knows these solutions. So they're yeah. more focused on enterprise. They're like, more heavy, hard to set up. And uh, we actually love SMB. Uh, at Urkel, Urkel is serving mostly SMBs. We like What we like in software for SMBs is that it's usually very sour service, um, easy, easy to use. And uh, we don't want to have like uh, thousands of features. We want to have uh, the very important features, but make it very uh, easy to use and to set up. Um, so right now, we yeah, our customers really look like a typical customer will be a post-Serie A uh, tech company, uh, 60, 70 people. They have like a 12-people sales team. They have customer success also on one side. They have maybe SDR, BDR. And, and usually these kind of companies, they actually get the license of praise for everyone, all the company, uh, not only the sales team. Reason, even though the sales team is the one recording the meetings, every departments of the company can benefit from a customer uh, uh, conversations. It can be product, product teams. They want to get insights from uh, obviously conversation with customers. Okay, what features we're going to release next? Um, what people think about our new feature, for instance. Mm -hmm. uh, you also have marketing, product marketing, marketing. It's very important for them to get the verbatim of the, of the customers, of the prospects, and to better yeah, get insights of the market. And, and when you see that, like, from the CEO to admin to ops, like everyone needs to listen to customer calls, especially all the companies are now customer facing, like customer centric, sorry. So, I mean, it's very important. It's the best way to be customer centric is actually to listen to the customers uh, and the prospects, of course. Yeah, I, th I think that's so important. It, it's come up a couple of times before um, I was listening to a, a podcast with Tim Ferriss, probably about 10 years ago now with Matt Mullenweg, um, who uh, had the the WordPress agency, um, and they were a distributed network, a distributed workforce, and he would be singing the praise about recording even internal meetings as well. Yeah. Um, just the kind of the power that that, that has it keeps people accountable. Um, so do do you find that the the usefulness of that for I guess for board meetings as well for I guess transcription of board meetings is a very important as well. Yeah, exactly. So uh, sales calls uh, with prospect, with customers, also interviews of candidates. Uh, right now, um, like the past few weeks, I was uh, hiring a new sales rep and I recalled all the interviews. And this is very good because usually what really uh, it's very annoying for candidates is that they repeat always the same thing. Uh, and the, why you should record your interviews is that then uh, the hiring manager, for instance, can listen back to the uh, to the interview and maybe when he's going to do the interview he's going to ask over questions that have not been covered and also he really reduced the biases of uh, of uh, in their hiring process usually people like hiring people they will be like 
um, depending on their mood, they can like uh, say this candidate is not good. But if they listen back, maybe the day later, uh, a day later, they will listen back to the interview. And maybe they're going to have different thoughts about the candidate. And I think it's very important uh, for interviews. It can be also uh, board meetings, obviously, uh, for C-levels, uh, strategic information or uh, uh, set. So you want to, yeah, you want to keep up that on that. Internal meetings, especially internal meetings, is mostly for remote teams. I think it's interesting because remote. Uh, usually the only like interaction you have with your colleagues is with, during the weekly or daily stand-up. And I think it's nice to record them. And let's say an employee is not, was not there during the weekly, you can still listen back to the weekly and you're sure that everyone is aligned with the company strategy and updates. Yeah, yeah, I, I, th I, yeah I couldn't agree more. I mean, as a... As a salesperson, how do you think about the changing landscape of sales tech, AI, and large language models, like from an individual rep's perspective, and then from a manager or business owner's perspective? Yeah, so I think um, the value of uh, of uh, larger models is for the sales rep. I think it's mostly about sales enablement. So what I, what I say about sales enablement is really reducing the. Um, low value tasks they're doing. I think this is what really AI is going to be very good for sales reps. It's really, it's really this. Um, they're, gonna, they're not going to replace them. Like they, they're still going to make uh, calls with customers, uh, meetings and stuff. This is where the value is. Uh, a sales rep, when they spend time with prospect customer, this is where the value is. Uh, you don't want them to spend time to fill up CRMs. And to, all these tasks, low value tasks, can be uh, now and will be more and more automated by uh, by AI. And for the sales managers, sales leaders, I think AI is, uh, what very interesting is more what we call a thin AI, is that, okay, we have all this data in the company. It can be, data can be the recordings of the calls, obviously, but it can be uh, very different kind of things, uh, data from the CRM and stuff. And what sales leaders need is that they want insights from that. So AI, we help them to, um, yeah, gather insights out of a big set of data and help them making better strategic decisions, uh, having a better visibility uh, on the on what they're doing. Yeah, I think that's huge from the, the the summary of insight because I think that's one of the big things. Everyone's getting very carried away at the moment about the content or the writing, what AI can write and create. But I think the the, the reading and the summarizing of a 10,000 word essay <laughs> or 10,000 10, reps, 10,000 hours of worth of reps calls and taking the insights from that. I think that's certainly from a business owner for, for, or from a sales leader's point of view, that that's um, some, uh, that's where a lot of the insights are, are going to come from. I think in the, in the next wave, the first year is all about how do we write content and then how do we make sense of and how do we summarize content. Yeah, fair enough. But to me, the value is not by create in creating content. Uh, the value of AI It's really the synthesis of the of a big set of data. This is really where the it was built for that. You know, uh, so people obviously they use ChatGPT to create the blog, the article, or to create their uh, the cadences and outreach or self love. You know, it's not going to do the uh, a better. It will never do a better job than a, a sales rep that is trained and understand his market, the specificities of the market. So really, like I think this is what people do wrong. I think people should, do, should use AI more on, on the yeah the, how to get insights from your data. Okay, you have all this information. How can I uh, leverage that and take decisions? You know, um, this is where AI is going to help uh, people. I think.
And how what does that look like from a the future roadmap for you guys? Is it? Um, I know you you just you got some new hires coming uh, recently. Are they, are they going to be in product? Are they going to go into sales, and marketing, features? What what's the kind of roadmap look like for you guys next six to twelve months? Yeah, so we have a big feature coming up actually. Um, right now on our market, uh, every solutions provide pretty much the same kind of summaries of meetings, um, and we talked about it actually during the demo. Uh, if you want to have a look. But these summaries, they're not really proper notes. Uh, they're good because they help you like uh, jump on specific section of a call. Um, they help you listening back to maybe five minutes of the call instead of the whole call. So it's, it's actually bring, bringing value. But people, they want more. What we saw is that our customers are asking sales enablement. They want to be able to define their, their own prompts, let's say, depending on the types of meeting they are, they are having. Uh, for instance, some sales orgs, uh, they want you to fill up their medic, their bounce, their qualification framework automatically in the CRM. And, and I don't know if people realize, but GPT-4 knows about medic. <laughs> he knows about medic. If you, if you ask GPT-4 to um, fill up a medic for you based on your discovery call, it will do it very much better than you and much mm. easier uh, and very faster, obviously. Um, so what we are launching is we call it templates. So our customer will be able to define their own a call outcome, uh, depending on the type of call, discovery, demo, uh, it can be also QBR for CSM, let's say. Um, and it really gonna depend yeah, of the type of calls, but also on their needs and their business specificities. And the goal is to link uh, all this information with specific fields in the CRM in Pipedrive. Um, so you're gonna be able, yeah, to, for instance, fill up a medic directly in the field dedicated to medic inside uh, Pipedrive. Um, so it's going to obviously make a sales rep more efficient because they won't have to do that again. And sales managers, sales leaders, it's, uh, they will be sure that the information is pushed and they're going to be able to leverage, uh, uh, that and over example, for instance, also, it's going to help you, um, you can also create follow-up emails, for instance. So you're a salesperson, you just made a discovery call and what uh, this kind of templates are, can do is that they can just, uh, or automatically create an email, a follow-up email. Um, that would be based on the conversation. For instance, hi, Bruce, you told me that you have these pain points and AI will fill up the pain points. And then mm. at Evolve, we can help you with that because we blah, blah, blah. Um, so this is what we are uh, we are doing right now. Uh, it's going to be available in a few weeks. Yeah. Nice, yeah, I love it. And that takes us quite neatly onto, you know, we, we did record a demo before we recorded this. We'll have the links below for you to check that out and how the platforms work together. Um, but how, how do they integrate? Like, how, how easy is it for you to connect the two systems? Very easy. I mean, this this is also the, the success of Pipedrive is that uh, there is this marketplace that's very open, the API. By the way, we integrate also with HubSpot and uh, Salesforce, and Pipedrive was the easiest way to set up. Uh, we got validated on the marketplace very fast, and the team was very supportive. So it's, it's for us very nice, very good experience for us. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's actually not that uh, difficult to integrate. It's just uh, the decision is how you integrate. And for us, a way to integrate was really like to say, okay, we want to be able to send information from a meeting or a call in anywhere in Pipedrive. So it can be in the deal object, it can be in the company object, it can be in the contact object, it can be all three together, but it can also be uh, uh, custom fields mm. that the Pipedrive customers created specifically to their business. And we can link your meeting with the specific uh, fields. For instance, you have a field, a custom field called on your deal, called competitors, uh, you have a drop uh, down select uh, option. 
uh, what we're going to do is that based on what's been said in, during the meeting, we're going to fill this up for you automatically. Mm -hmm. And we know that the reps, they always forget, that was the, the words for that, always forget to fill up this information. And then the sales leader, they go in pipeline, they want to filter, they want to play, they don't want to do some reports, and they can't do it because the, the data is not there. So it's non-usable. So everybody is unhappy about this. So what we're going to do is, go, okay, let's say AI and Prez is going to do it, and then the sales leader, they're going to be sure that they, they find the right information and they can yeah. leverage it. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, for, for just kind of on that salespeople being lazy, back in the day, I used to put, I'd have to always put 35 minutes, my, my kind of after five o'clock, anytime between five and six, just filling out Salesforce information. Um, and it was the, kind of the most useful, useless part of the day because you're just, you, you couldn't remember what you, you spoke about at 9.30 in the morning because you made all these calls that wasn't logged automatically against your call or the contact in your CRM. So one, yes, Pipedrive helps you with that now because everything logs against it. But what I love about this and praise what it's now doing is you've also got the, what, what, what did you do in that call? And we spoke about this offline, but the question is, what did I say I would send her? What did I say I would send him? That That's the question. But if it's, if that's captured and, you know, either auto wrote or, at least drafted the, the first message, right? Because I think you, you don't want it to, we're still people selling to people, um, even in a B2B environment. But if, if you can just use the technology to leverage um, what you've done there, yeah, it's, 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 it's very, very cool. So Vincent, can you tell me a little bit about your, your story, how three guys that worked at this fast growth um, startup uh, at Aircall, like, were you on the same team? Um, who's Who said, I think we should do something on our own? Um, and where did the name come from? Good questions. Um, so we all pretty much all started at Urkel at the same time. It was post-Terry A. Urkel was like 40 uh, employees uh, growing fast. I joined as a SDR. So I started, I was the first SDR on the French market. And Urkel is a French company. It's like American French company. Mm -hmm. So I was the first SDR on the French market. Then I moved to AE. And personally, like if I tell my story is that at one point after four years, I was very frustrating, uh, frustrated, sorry. Um, we were mo we moved from 40 employees to 800 and the boat was getting so big that it was so slow. And it yeah. was so frustrating because I was handling mid-market slash enterprise deals for the French market. But Erco um, really liked the lack of um, compliance, um, um, you know, things such as uh, SOC 2. So uh, basically, I was losing deals. People, they wanted to sign with us, but because of compliance, and we could not do it. And it was very frustrating for me. I, I tried to push the product teams, the tech teams, you know, to move forward, and, and uh, but uh, nothing was moving. The, the boat was too big, and it was so frustrating. So we wanted to um, fill again this early stage uh, feeling of fast pace, you know, I'm very driven about that. So this is what I, why I wanted a, either to join an early stage, either to start my own business. And we kind of find the momentum to start our own business because uh, I have uh, two colleagues that were really my friends. And one of them, Archer, uh, is, uh, was the head of onboarding, customer onboarding at Urkel. Mm. So every time I was signing, a, I was closing a deal, he was onboarding the customer right after. Yeah. And this is what we do again today. So I close and he onboard and he's taking care of the customers. So we can recreate the team. And our CTO, Gabriel, was uh, actually was in charge of all AI transcript topics at Aircall. 
So we were like, okay, we have the a CTO that is very good uh, data scientist and very into uh, models, AI and stuff. So, okay, guys, we have the team. Let's, let's try to do something. And we come up with the conversation intelligence uh, market because what we saw is that Gong, Chorus, they're so expensive uh, solutions and they're, they're serving only very few customers. They're only serving uh, very well-funded companies that have a lot of money to spend on tools. But the, what, what about the rest? What about the more traditional uh, business, small and medium business? They, they, nobody serves them. Uh, now there are more solutions, but back in the two years ago, there was not really a lot of them. So we just said, okay, let's go SMB, let's go easy, let's go for them, let's do something for them, and make, let's make something affordable also for them that they can really purchase, actually. Uh, and this is how a little bit the, the story got um, created. And regarding the name Praise, I think it's we really struggled to find a name, to be honest. <laughs> so we were like, okay, maybe Praise to praise someone, okay, it uh, makes sense, let's go for that, and just add a Z at the end. Yeah, I, I didn't know. That's you, how it came up. <laughs> I didn't know if you were Fat Boy Slim fans and pray, praise you. <laughs> I like uh, Fat Boy Slim though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and is there? Have you guys got a mantra? Because obviously, you, you hadn't worked that close, and having co-founders, it, you know, you speak to them probably more than you speak to your partners, right? What what going into this? What have you learned from that startup environment that you liked as you scale? What, what are you guys making sure you do do weekly and what are you making sure that you don't do? Like what, you know, what, yeah. what don't you want to lose? So first of all, we are fully remote. Uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm French, but I'm based in Amsterdam in the Netherlands and they're oh. based in Paris. So we do all, we pretty much do everything by remote. Uh, so obviously communication is a big topic. Uh, we, I had some uh, trouble at the beginning, I would say, because, uh, um, yeah, we were not used really to that, to be honest. And so we really improved ourselves on this matter, like on the really communication side. And what, what we realized is that you don't need to do a lot of meetings to be aligned. So we, we do like one weekly meeting with the whole crew, with the employees, uh, just to have a quick updates on the tech side, product side and uh, business side. And, uh, and that's pretty much it, to be honest. And then we have a, a co-founders meeting on Friday's afternoon where it's more open, where we can brainstorm, we can talk about the product, we can talk about... Uh, the vision we have, we can talk about fundraise, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, but we're really active on Slack, though. We are like very heavy users of Slack, so we keep on sending uh, voice messages, messages. We keep us updated, so we kind of like also created this. Uh, I don't know to say in English, but um, emulation. No, I probably don't say that. Um, like um, excitement around what we're doing. So every time we close a customer, you know, it's like you can see on Slack that everybody is buzzing, you know, and there's yeah. something uh, happening. And also we see each other every month. So um, uh, we meet we meet up every month and then we think that it's a good rhythm. Uh, we yeah. also do offsites. So I think it's uh, it's nice also. But really, people really enjoy being in remote. I think it's, it's very good for productivity of the company and really happy about that, yeah. It's just communication-wise, you really need to improve the self. Uh, communication is, especially when you write down, uh, when you talk with a person on Slack, you should really double check the way you write because you can really be sometimes passive aggressive and stuff. So it's very important to be uh, aware of what you send on Slack, you know, because it's your main, you know, um, conversation yeah. point. Yeah, certainly. Which which is why maybe you switched to the the voice notes, right? And I, I quite like the voice notes um, because it, the transcription's great as well. Now so. it's getting better on Slack. Yeah, probably maybe they're using the same model as us. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Who, who knows? Um, so as we as we look to come, come to the end here, and this has been great, Vincent. Thank you. Um, 
some quick fire questions. Mm-hmm. So what's in your sales tech stack and why? Oh, interesting one. Uh, first of all, praise, obviously. <laughs> and, and I think, to be honest, it's, it was super useful at the beginning. When you have your very early stage, your first conversations with prospects and customers, they're so important that you really want to record them. And it, for us, it was the first tool we used. It was our own tool because mm-hmm. then my CTO, so I was making mostly the calls. And then my CTO and my co-founders, they, they will be able to listen back uh, what, uh, what's been said. So we, were, we got straight away uh, good insights. So first, uh, first, obviously, praise. Then we use, I'm sorry, HubSpot, not Pipedrive. I'm so sorry. Uh, we use others, HubSpot. Yeah, other CRMs are available. I think, I think, yeah, obviously. I think HubSpot is very interesting because the free plan, it's, I think we could keep the free plan until IPO, you know, like to me, it's, like, it's really the free plan does really uh, a lot already. Uh, so happy about that. And then we're using a Lemlist. Lemlist is a um, sales canonsing, sequencing uh, French uh, software. It's a competitor of Outreach, SalesLoft. Uh, they go a bit deeper regarding LinkedIn, so you can really automate uh, LinkedIn DMs. And or we're targeting sales leaders and sales leaders they are on LinkedIn, so LinkedIn is a very good uh, channel for us. Yeah, uh, we use Oracle for cold calls, obviously. So we got uh, free licenses thanks to our partnership with with them. So it's cool. And um, what else? Yeah, and then just scrapping tools, you know, SalesNav. We use Everboot to scrap SalesNav results. Um, yeah, just kind of tools. And add Slack, obviously, which is the glue yeah. between everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Slack, and that's pretty much it. We obviously have a bunch of like small uh, tools around, uh, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. And have you got any favorite use cases um, or s- customer stories from using Praise? Yeah. So what we really love is then when, uh, and we have a bunch of customers like this. It's when they're using praise on all the sales cycle. And when I say all the sales cycle is from SDR cold calls to the CSM mm. uh, after one year QBR uh, meeting, they have the customer, you know. And, and I really like the fact that they're like literally recording all the calls. And it's, I think it's a great way to like, uh, yeah, to see like oh, all the cycle with a customer uh from the sdr again to the csm and also it's very valuable for them uh to for the handover like you know how we we all know how it is like the account executive sells they will uh maybe say some stuff they should not say to the customer or prospect and then the csm is uh is annoyed because the customers complain after so yeah. who's wrong who's right but then when you have the recording you can really uh, like i would say really help in the handover um and 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 customers are super happy. Uh, we have mm-hmm. a customer of us saying, I mean, their customers are super happy because uh, they can share the recordings um, with their customers. And and the, obviously they have the best experience because uh, everybody's aligned from all the teams are aligned around the customers. So yeah, we got great feedback from that. Uh, customers of our customers are happy. So makes us happy. Very nice. And from a, a, like a top tips for those getting started or those that are, have been using Praise and, and you want to show them how, how, how to use the system more deeper, can you give some top tips for people that are getting started tomorrow and top tips for people that have been using Praise but they should get more from the platform? So first of all, I, I won't say we have, a, I don't have a, a lot of tips, but because our integration with Pipedrive is two clicks, so mm. my only tip is avoid misclicking. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't misclick, you're going to be fine. It's super easy to use, like really um, yeah. it's super straightforward. 
Um, but I think uh, as a more like a tip like regarding product, I think this kind of product is very important to put up a routine. Uh, mm. I think it's very important to dedicate time to listen back to conversation. You don't have to listen to all the calls, but I think one time every week you should uh, maybe take 30 minutes, one hour uh, that you actually gain from auto the automation with the CRM. So you have more time and then use this time to actually review calls, review meetings, and you will see that you get so much valuable insights from a customer meeting. Only one call. If you're a sales rep, my advice is listen to one of your call. You're going to find so many ways, areas of improvement. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, and I, I, and I, I think everybody should, like salespeople, like even the best salesperson in the whole world, I think it's still a poor sales. Like you can also always improve, I feel. Yeah, I, I think that's such an important point in the reflection point, right? So what was my best call of the week? What was my worst call of the week? So why was it good? Why was it bad? Was it something you said? Was it the quality of the lead? Whatever, whatever we know. Um, yeah, so that that time for reflection is, is super important getting started. And if, if that probably was also for the season pro as well, right? But is there anything in particular that you would um, maybe just use it across more departments? Like if, if, you, if you've got one department using it, make sure you're using praise across the whole business like what, what other tips would you say there yeah definitely i think it's uh we, we have a light user on viewers only uh licenses that are free right now so uh, we always tell our customers just add your product team add your your marketing team add your c levels also but the c levels they always ask to be on the account that's crazy ceo always wants to really, really listen to back to calls this typical ceo yeah. and so yeah my advice would be like to open the system to everyone and make it make it the, your make it the the slack of your videos of your meetings you right. know just collaborate on it uh, share best practices uh, listen back to the calls of your colleagues or your top performers. Help help out uh, a low performer, for instance. You can do a bunch of things, yeah. Very nice. And do you have any, obviously we know you use HubSpot, but any pipe drive feature requests? No, I actually, um, I mean, I'm not a, like an expert of pipe drive, but to be honest, like we, as I told you before, the integration went super smoothly. So we didn't have any, yeah, I think it's... Uh, it's perfect. I mean, we don't have any for now any requests, to be honest. That's cool. Yeah, sometimes people ask, "Oh, can we do this with the API documentation?" But if if it's been that smooth, that that that's... maybe I will say something else in two three weeks. Well, let's see. Yeah. we're in development still, so for the V two, so we'll yeah. see how it goes. But right now, it's uh, it's okay. Yeah. Kudos to the Pipedrive product team there. Exactly. Um, any books or YouTube videos that you would recommend? Uh, I, I'm really not a huge fan of business books. Every time I read them, like, I read the whole book. I'm like, "Wow, this is so cool!" But it's you cannot leverage it, uh, and, and it's so frustrating. It's uh, now I read business books just yet, yeah, maybe to have fun and like uh, to see different perspective. But uh, I'm not a huge fan of it, to be honest. And then I like when you spend like eight hours a day in meetings with your customers, you don't want to watch videos of uh, sales tips. So I would just watch football or, <laughs> or something cool. else, you know, just something completely different to be honest. As long as it's not Manchester United highlights. Yeah. Well, for me, for me, the best is LinkedIn. I mean, there are a lot of, especially English, uh, native English uh, speakers on, on LinkedIn, influencers, sales influencers. Mm. There are a lot of them that are super interesting. I can't find really uh, French speaking ones that are, uh, as good as the one in English, but there are a lot of them uh, US-based or UK-based. They're super interesting. They really share very good insights. So usually my 
if I want to get better at sales, my go-to would be like, I go on LinkedIn, I scroll a little bit. I, I already follow the one I want to follow and I already get their content directly and it's super useful. So my advice would be to follow a, yeah, sales uh, um, LinkedIn influencers. I think it's, it's very valuable, free valuable uh, content. Yeah, and just to lean in onto that. So one, if you can shout out anyone in particular that, you can, that comes to mind. And two, um, the Lemless team, we mentioned Lemless a little bit before, that their team is really, really great at showing actionable things that you can do with their platform and or others, I, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I never remember the names. It's crazy. Uh, like, uh, first of all, I'm really bad with the names. So for me, I, I watch the photos of the people. So I, I can see their faces, but I can put a name on them. Uh, but they are now LinkedIn is doing like uh, sales influencers, uh, mm. top sales voice and stuff. And I think they are picking up pretty good ones. So, yeah. but uh, uh, yeah, also um, my competitors, I actually follow a bunch of sales reps that are posting a lot. Uh, you can see Gong's reps, they're pulling like good, uh, good materials. Um, so yeah, um, but I like to follow a lot of people. So I can't really name drop to be honest. Yeah, that's cool. No, thank you very much. Um, well, Vincent, this is this has been great. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, if there's nothing else you'd like to get across today, no, all good. Just uh, if you want to get uh, to know more about uh, praise, just uh, either go on the website. But if you want to get the lastest news, uh, you can also follow me on, on LinkedIn. Actually, I'm quite active too. Most of them, my posts are in French, sorry, but you can no, see it's quite right. But are, there's some good, there's some good memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah some... I'm in the meme game. Yeah, so if you like <laughs> memes, if you want to get better in French, but I also post in English, no worries. But yeah, just yeah. follow me on, on LinkedIn. Yeah, perfect. Um, well, thank you very much. That's it for this week. Um, thank you for listening to Evolve Pipedrive Podcast. We're talking all things Pipedrive sales, apps, and Pipedrive Marketplace. At Evolve, we're a technology consultancy based in the UK, working globally specializing in helping people get more out of Pipedrive and then why wider sales text stack. If you found this insightful, please let us know what you think in the comments. Hit like, subscribe or share with someone that you think will find this useful. We do value all of your feedback. Vincent, thank you very much. My pleasure.